You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello and welcome to another special reports here on Legal Talk Network. My name is Lawrence Coletti. I'm the producer. Today's show is being recorded on location at the Workers' Injury Law and Advocacy Group Conference at the Bacara Resort in Santa Barbara, California. Joining me today is Jill Mariana. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, Jill is a returning guest of ours, as I understand. So she's been uh, moderated many of our ABA tip shows in the past, and she was recently on with Alan Pierce on our Workers' Comp Matters. So welcome back. Thank you. It was wonderful. Great, great. So now I understand that you are speaking at an event called Employer Misclassification Fraud here at uh, this conference. And so uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about that? Well, that was a panel of uh, three um, uh, people, and it was moderated by uh, Leonard Jerrigan of uh, North Carolina. And uh, what we were discussing would be aspects of premium fraud. And it was uh, for me to discuss the uh, grand jury report that had been part of the show with uh, Alan Pierce. Okay, yes. And uh, just just for the benefit of our listeners, this was the the jury report that uh, is titled the New York State Supreme Court's Grand Jury Report. And on that show, you gave a much more detailed explanation. And uh, obviously, this is a little bit more limited format. So uh, what what areas did you get into on this discussion at the conference? Well, we really summarized for them the key recommendations. But since uh, some some things have occurred since the publication of the report, um, we talked to them about how we had a... um, what our next steps are going to be post the report. And what one thing that's really interesting is that we did do a roundtable meeting in the middle of September. And that was pretty interesting because we brought all kinds of stakeholders there um, to talk about the issues and to see which ones they might have some a reaction to or what would be prioritized. And this was not just employee representatives, but employer representatives. Oh, interesting. Uh, we had um, chairs and co-chairs of uh, construction committees of uh, the three bars in the in the in the area: the New York State Bar, the New York City Bar Association, and the uh, New York County Lawyers Association. We had we were fortunate enough to have a representative from City Council. We had a representative from the legislature. Um, we had people that were really good in data analytics and from the mayor's uh, office on, on uh, data analytics. So we had different people to be able to um, interact on this and say. What issues should we really pursue? That sounds like a a fantastic meeting of the minds there with uh, great expertise. So um, now there were some suggestions made as to some of the courses of action. Well, actually, it was interesting that there was really consensus among many of the stakeholders that all the issues were um, what they appeared to be in the report. And we decided that there would be at least uh, two things that we would do next. So the first thing would be is that we and in our office would address some legislation dealing with the uh, increased um, sanctions under the penal law and the uh, sanctions area. And some of the other people that had interest in some of the other legislation that was suggested by the grand jury would draft some legislation. Um, the legislation uh, that we're working on is one that would encompass the whole scheme that occurs here, not just the workers' compensation aspect of it, but the, the whole scheme involving the um, form of underground economy. Because as, uh, as you may recall from that show, we talked about how some of the money that's paid to workers is partly off the books, partly on the books. 
Um, so there's going to be all kinds of tax ramifications. There's going to be labor ramifications uh, and the premium fraud. So a statute that encompasses all of that when it's, it's in the government area and a um, revision to the uh, insurance fraud definition in the insurance fraud section. So that would be a way to address one of the main concerns of the grand jury. The second thing that we're going to be uh, addressing is this convene a smaller group of people to talk about a pilot project of cross-matching data and find out how we can do that in a way that will uh, help prioritize which cases to do and find and detect this uh, fraud at an earlier stage. Okay, so for, for the benefit of our listeners um, who are, are maybe not as familiar with this topic as you are, um, now that, that last part there, the last component, now you, you've been talking with some, some technology experts, and you're, you're talking about a, a sort of a cross-tabulated uh, study or a methodology to detect some of these instances of fraud, is that correct? Correct, but first we have to take baby steps. So one okay. thing we have to do is find some of the key agencies that have the best kind of information um, so that we could find out... What kind of agencies? Well, um, we were talking to Labor Department. Labor Department. Um, the, um, the New York uh, Rating Board um, has a lot of information. Of course, they're a private organization. But if we're able to talk to them about what information do you usually collect, what restrictions do you have on it, if any, how do you um, cross-check internally, how would it be good for you to cross-check with others? Then we can maybe uh, craft some kind of a, I don't want to call it a white paper, but a short a short um, a write-up so that they could bring it to their supervisors and say, here's what we could accomplish. And in accomplishing this, we can do it in um, with this kind of technology. So we would have somebody, hopefully, from a data analytics area, hopefully the mayor's office of data analytics, to see that it's doable. But it will start in baby steps with one or two agencies and then start to grow and cross-match with others so okay. that we, we, we get some progress. Okay. And are you getting some resistance for uh, this pilot study that you're putting together? Not at this point. Okay. Um, we're just trying to find the right time to get everybody that, you know, because they're all busy people, and trying to get this meeting together. Okay. Well, let me summarize a little bit just uh, to kind of – because you've given us a lot here. So um, there's going to be some legislator, or some suggested legislative changes that came out of this grand jury report. And then uh, there's a pilot program that you guys are putting together, a pilot study to put together a program to help with the detection of some of these elements of employer fraud. And so I guess, uh, you know, for, for the benefit of some of our listeners that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, dialed into the workers' compensation world, uh, why is this important? Who loses when there's, uh, when there's employer fraud? Actually, everybody loses. Um, the employee loses. But the worker, the, the employer work loses. The legitimate employer that tries to follow all the rules and isn't on a level playing field with everyone else. Um, the um, Public fisc loses because there's not the correct monies going down to the treasury from uh, the uh, tax evasion and the other aspects of the scheme. The consumer loses because they are paying for products that are, are you know, are going to be jacked up in prices, and the taxpayer, of course, loses. So it's everybody loses. The whole concept of the workers' compensation law was to bring some equality to to both sides. So it's. Um, something which um, benefits everyone. 
Okay. Is, is there one particular industry, this is just a curiosity question, is there one particular industry that seems to be more of an offender of, of some of this employer fraud than others? Is there one that stands out? I wouldn't want to use the word offender, but I can say that there are certain industries that will impact more significantly because the rates of the employee um, are going to be higher. And clearly one of that is construction because of the risks that are involved in many of the construction area. Okay, great, great. Well, this has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Lawrence Coletti. Uh, until next time, thank you for listening, and I hope uh, you got as much out of it as, uh, as I did. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.